Australian rules football is the greatest game on earth, but it's not to say it couldn't be better. If only there were two people completely unqualified to talk about it, yet utterly prepared to do so. Two people like that might have some radical ideas. Two people like that might just be the Footy Fixers. I'm Charlie Clawson, he is Scott Dooley, and we are here to fix football whether you like it or not. And this week, perhaps the most controversial, divisive topic we've had so far, and that is footy mascots. Some rule, some suck. We're here to make a decision on those. Scott Dooley, give me your thoughts on footy mascots. I, I, they're so weird now. Like, they're so, yeah. like, what's a power? Okay. Um, before we get into that, Scott, I did some research. <laughs> it's what? a worrying trend on this show. But when I started, I, I simply put in AFL mascots into Google to see what came up. And the first entry was a Wikipedia entry called Mascot Manor. Are you familiar with Mascot Manor? No. Okay. Let me take you on a very brief journey into Wikipedia. <clears throat> so Mascot Manor refers to a fictional house in which the Australian Football League club mascots live. So think like a big brother house, a fictional house in which all these... Ma- I had no idea this existed, did you? What? No! Prior to 2003, each AFL club had mascots. However, in order to appeal to Auskick players, a common theme was decided upon for club mascots. So when you say they're so weird, here's why. Most clubs have a historical link with their mascots. So the story begins with Toby Torpedo Coleman, a young Northern Territory boy who dreams of playing AFL, stumbling across Mascot Manor where the 18 mascots live. So some clubs have moved away from Mascot Manor character to create their own ones. But the idea is that it's a combination of the traditional mascots, so like the bomber or the magpie or whatever, and then they've woven in a personality that normally harkens back to like a legendary player from that club. So I'll just whip through them. So the Adelaide Crows have Claude Curls Crow. Do you know who the inspiration for that is? Neil Curley. South Australian football legend, Neil Curley. The Brisbane Lions had, had, they've changed this, Bernie Gabba Vegas. Do you know who that refers to? A Fitzroy legend, Bernie. Super, super boot for Bernie Quinlan. Bernie Quinlan. Carlton really dropped the ball on this one. They've just got Captain Carlton, absolutely unrelated to any legendary, it's not so even bloody soapy balance. So on brand for them to be like, listen, we don't want them digging around McClure's contract. We just, <laughs> yeah. let's just give them that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we call him Brown Paper Bag Silvani. <laughs> Uh, and his catchphrase, have... his, his, his slogan is, can you keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who the Magpie's uh, mascot is, what his full name is? Uh, no, but is it uh, after Coventry or, or Rose? No, it's Jock One-Eye uh, McPie. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Jock McHale, that's great. One-Eye, Mc, One-Eye McPie. I mean, that could also be a euphemism for a penis, right? If I said, can I show you my Jock One-Eye McPie? <laughs> Well, Your Honour, um, he, I don't know how to put this delicately, but he he pulled his jock one-eyed pie out on the train and <laughs> I felt intimidated. Uh, the Bombers have got Moz Skeeter Reynolds, uh, based off another euphemism for a dick, Dick Reynolds. <laughs> 
the Fremantle Dockers have got Johnny the Dock Doctor based off the Fremantle Doctor because obviously they have no legendary players that you could uh, base a mascot off. Like surely it should be Johnny the Doc Pavlich or something. Or Johnny the <laughs> <laughs> uh, The cats have Slam and Sam Tomcat. Now, guess who this is based on? This was shocking not, to me. Not Sam Newman. It can't be. Sam Newman, the mascot, the icon for children in Geelong is based on Sam Newman. The guy who played on the same team as Polly Farmer. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Uh, The Gold Coast Suns, um, uh, his name is Sonny Ray. There's also the AFLW uh, version whose name is Sky, uh, based on the sun. Because, again, not many players. I'm surprised it wasn't um, Carmichael Ray. (laughs) They didn't think that maybe they should honour the greatest son of all. Uh, the Greater Western Sydney Giants, they don't have uh, a specific – he's just called the G-Man, which kind of makes sense because G-Man means like company man. GWS are kind of like a corporate creation. Oh, makes yeah, that's, that does G-Man. make – is, is there chance to turn the G-Man into a radical preacher like Israel Folau, probably their famous, most famous <laughs> Yeah, right. Just starts coming out with crazy homophobic sayings <laughs> and things like that. Just really, really homophobic. Uh, the Hawks have got Hudson Hawker Knights, which I feel like they're double dipping there. Who do you think that's based on? Well, yeah, Hudson, Peter Hawker Hudson Knights. and um, uh, yeah, Knights. But, but what, Peter Knights. That's yeah. They, they've got a few to pick from. I like that. That's actually got a bunch of references. Hudson Hawker Knights. There's got obviously Peter Hudson, Peter Knights, but also the 1990s film Hudson Hawk with Bruce Willis. Yeah, like yeah, Hudson yeah, Hawker. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, the Demons have got Ronald D-Man, which is interesting that he wasn't Ron D-Man, which would give you a better indication of who they're honoring. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's because they're trying to hide him from being poached um, to Carlton. So Carlton could have two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two mascots. Uh, the Kangas have got Barry Bruiser Cracker. Like Hawks, they've done a double dip there. Who who, who are they referring to? Barry, Barry uh, Bruiser. Barry Brown? No, no Barry, not Barry Round. Um, like a rope. I'm cable. Uh, cable. Yeah, Barry yeah, cable. cable. And um, who, who, who's the last one? Uh, Barry Bruiser Cracker. Oh, yeah, the cracker. cracker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who that could be after. <laughs> I don't know why they had to put the Bruiser as like a nickname. His name's Barry Cracker. If my if I knew someone got Barry Cracker, he doesn't need a nickname. No, like, no, no. Cracker's yeah, yeah. his name. You're just calling him Cracks no, or Cracker. No, no, no. He, Barry Bruiser. He's a classic full name guy. You know, everyone's yeah. got a friend that's got a full, full name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry Cracker's coming. <laughs> it's Barry Cracker. I think that's an it's upcoming Barry episode of Footy Fixes, actually. <laughs> I believe when I look at our spreadsheet. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about. Now. This is a long way of getting to your uh, question. So Port Adelaide Power, do you know what their – so he's not based on any Port Adelaide player. He's just his own guy. Mm-hmm. Take a guess. His surname is Power. Take a guess at what his first name and his nickname is. So it's blank, blank, Power. Peter Solar Power? <laughs> <laughs> God. Damn lefties of Port Adelaide trying to push solar power when we all know the baseload couldn't possibly cope with the energy demands of Australia. This Wait, is David Koch's fault. <laughs> Footy fixes it, just takes a right wing turn. It, that would be great. Is it is it Greta Wind Power? <laughs> <laughs> it is Tommy Thunder Power. 
What? Who named the I have they, no wait, idea. Wait, wait. Yeah, so right, yeah. we've got to be careful because that could have been a sick child that came up with that name. Okay, that's a good point. Just, Tommy Thunder Power. Have you seen what Tommy Thunder Power looks like? Uh, so their mascot no. <laughs> is, it looks like a superhero. So he's wearing like, he's got the teal boots, black tights, black cape. Mm-hmm. But his head is in the shape of a lightning bolt. And it is the most terrifying thing you've ever seen. So if a sick kid did come up with a name for that, I su- I'm going to suggest he did it out of abject fear. It was a. Fi- did, uh, um, am I getting like a, a Mac Tonight kind of yes, vibe? Yes, hundred percent. I was <laughs> right. going to make this reference, but I thought it was too obscure. There's an '80s horror movie called Nightbreed, which is all about these weird demonic mutants that live in a graveyard, and one demon has this face like it's a crescent moon, where his like mm. chin and his forehead almost connect. And that's exactly, Mac Tonight is a much better reference. That's exactly what he looks like. He is horrifying. Tommy Thunderpower. Let's whip through the rest of these. So you've got Tiger, Tiger Stripes Dyer at Richmond, obviously Jack Dyer. You've got Trevor St. Kilda, which is really not trying at all. Swans mm. have got Sid Swanee Skilton. Uh, the Eagles have Rick the Rock Eagles. And I was like, who's the famous? I mean, the Eagles have a ton of legendary players, but apparently Rick the Rock Eagle is based on Eagle Rock by Daddy Cool. <laughs> I'm not sure. What? So not, <clears throat> there wasn't like, I thought it was going to be Rick was the guy that brought Hungry Jacks to Perth. You know, they've always got some yeah, weird yeah. Perth thing. But no, it's just because it rhymes with The Rock. No, it's just because they like they like to play Eagle Rock before a game. I mean, that's the only that's the only reason. Uh, oh. And then the last one is obviously the, the Western Bulldogs who have got Woofer Dog Witten. I mean, isn't that an honor for the Witten? Isn't that an honor for the Witten family? What that, a, uh, I, when your team mascot is a dog, you get to be called Dog Witten. A more, a more moving tribute I cannot think of. <laughs> yeah. Now you and I uh, put our heads. You and I put our heads together, and mm. we thought, look, maybe these mascots are out of date. Maybe they are not a true reflection of where these clubs sit, either in the modern day or historically. So th- what we thought we might do is go through each club and give what we think is a more appropriate mascot for your team. So, uh, Scott, we'll do it alphabetically. We'll start okay. with the pros. Do you, yep. do you want to give me, what is your new mascot for the Adelaide Football Club? So, the, the I think they should be the Adelaide Land Rover Discoveries. And, <laughs> I'm and listening. This, this was years after become, being the Toyota Camry Crows. They, I, I think, because... They're like a rich club, but they're not really a rich club. Do you know? And that's kind of like the discovery. It's the car you get if you can't afford a Range Rover. But every, so, right. you know what I mean? Like, they're the kind, like, I just get the impression that the Adelaide Crows, if they were to go on holiday, they'd go somewhere really expensive, but stay near the airport. Like, they've right. just got that, fi- like, I don't know. I, I feel like they're not like a powerhouse club, but everything about them points to the fact they should be. Yeah. And so is the mascot like a cartoon version of the Discovery or do they actually, you roll no, the Discovery just drive the around car. the car. You just roll the car around and people, kids can have a photo with the Discovery. And, yeah, um, and I, I like it because the reaction would be kind of like subdued and muted, kind of like the reaction to a Discovery is generally. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. you know, kids and aren't that, getting excited. Yeah. Parents aren't checking out this latest model. They're like, oh, yeah, it's just a Discovery. And that's how you feel about the crows. They're like, oh, yeah, they're there. Yeah. There, you know, like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah no, they made the grand final this year. Hmm. Uh, I love you know, it. Yeah. What, what, what's All the right, next well, one? Br- Brizzy? Okay. So the Brisbane Brisbane Football Club 
after you know um, after repeated uh, uh, failures in the finals, I think the, it's obvious they're the Brisbane Chokers, and I think. <sighs> That the oh. players, when they run out, all wear little choker chains around their necks, and you have the mascot running around the boundary line, hands clasped to their throat, like gasping for air before each game. The Brisbane Chokers. That's great. And if they win, could say Chris Fagan? I'm worried about his back, obviously, but but could he perform a Heimlich maneuver on? Ah, oh, brilliant. To kind yeah. of and that, on, that's on the, like on the podium. That's that's yeah. like the new Acker handstand is when. When Chris comes and hits the mascot in the stomach, and, and a big yeah. L is is removed from his windpipe, you know, signifying the loss is gone. It's the equivalent of Mark Williams, you know, yeah. hanging the his a necktie. It's just like you get Chris Fagan, so they finally win the grand final, or they make it uh, to a grand final at least, because the prelims are where they're having real trouble. Mm-hmm. And he just runs the boundary line doing Heimlich's on like, you know, all these players. Eric Hipwood gets a Heimlich. Cam Rainer oh, gets a Heimlich. Oh, that's fun. That, now yeah. that's fun. And all the maybe... and then if they actually win the big thing, a Heimlich on the podium, and he's grabbing little kids who are handing out the medals. Oh, he could, he could, he could Heimlich, Heimlich, Heimlich maneuver the kids. You Even though I... I believe a Heimlich has been like modern science says don't ever apply a Heimlich. If there's a there's a much higher chance of you crushing someone's breastplate than actually stopping them from oh, choking. But so imagine the story to say when I was six, Chris Fagan <laughs> broke my sternum. I mean, what a so that's that's a lifelong memory. All right, next club. Uh, it's the Carlton, the Carlton Football Club. What's their Carlton, new mascot? The Slinkies, because they were popular <laughs> at a time when people didn't have a lot of choice. In entertainment. Right. And now there is a lot yeah. of choice. And like in the 90s, they kind of came back. Remember, they brought back like plastic colored slinkies in the 90s. Yeah. And that lasted for just a couple of years. And it just hasn't held. And like no one's excited about getting a slinky. No one. Here's, a child is as excited about getting a slinky in 2022 as they are about getting a Carlton jumper. If you go to any kid wearing a Carlton jumper, any kid under the age of 10, Hey, where'd you get your jumper? Oh, my dad got it for me. Like some <laughs> a parent that's out of touch. That re- hey, no, we're, they were really good, and that was great. Yeah. So I think the slinkies and the mascot is just there waiting to be. Uh, and I'd love that in if in every off season you just read reports about how slinkies done really well in the off season. Yeah, and they've got like you know new formula and new colors, and this is the year that slinkies are year finally going to move over. PS five. We got some, <laughs> yeah. we got a new slinky in town. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and you kind of believe it. You're like, yeah, you know what? I think maybe kids will get outside and play with. And then you, and then you see the first slinky, and you, and you're reminded that this is an idiotic yeah. thing. I can't believe I've been tricked. <laughs> uh, the next team is Collingwood, and I think. Um, um, have you seen Game of Thrones? Are you familiar with Game of Thrones? I know that we've used their theme music at the end of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Collingwood's new mascot should be the Collingwood Shames. And uh, uh, in Game of Thrones, there is an episode in which Cersei Lannister, so this religious fundamentalist group take over, and Cersei Lannister, who is a sinner, is made to walk naked through the town while a nun walks behind her with a bell, ringing the bell, going, shame, shame, shame. (laughs) Now, I believe not only is this an appropriate and necessary mascot change for the Collingwood Football Club, But I think some of the players would enjoy it, <laughs> walking to the ground naked while someone walks behind them ringing a large bell going, shame, shame, shame. So that's how they get to the ground. So is Darren Hinch involved at any point? 
Oh, I didn't even think of that. Mm. Always rely on Scott Dooley <laughs> to pull up an obscure TV reference from the mid nineties. Perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. We bring, we bring, we, we bring uh, Darren Hinch out of retirement. Is he retired? Is he still in parliament? I, I don't think know. He's no an idea. MP, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we get Darren Hinch there and he's doing his shame, shame, shame as yeah. the Collingwood. As they can't run through their banner, they kind of have to slump through the banner. Like, you know, head shoulders down, yeah. heads down. They just shuffle out through the banner this while could... Darren Hinch is on the loudspeaker. Shame, shame, shame. I think and you know, Collingwood's had a long link with the Catholic Church. And I think that this <laughs> yeah. kind of cements that. And the merchandising is, you know, this self-flagellation sticks that you could give, yeah. you know, the cheer squad. I, 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 I actually quite like that. Yeah. That's, that's Instead of pom-poms, very... just just knotted rope that they can flagellate <laughs> themselves with in the no cheer more squad. floggers. It's all cat of nine tails. That's what they put over the fence to try to put others <laughs> All right, next up is Essendon. What's their new mascot? So I want to bring the Bombers into the into the uh, 21st century. I think they should go from the Essendon Bombers to the Essendon Drones. And, Love it. And, and, and they're, it's, it's unmanned. So you know how like the yep. current Bomber, you see it's got like teeth and eyes and stuff. It's not. It's just looks like a beluga whale with no, no, no eyes, Terrifying. no nothing. Terrifying. Maybe just one red dot, one red targeting dot. Yeah, so so what I was thinking is like maybe each year before Anzac Day they attack Collingwood, like they launch an un- <laughs> an unmanned drone and yeah. like a real drone bombing, like you know because that's like right in the middle of Melbourne where Collingwood trains. Yeah. Maybe kids get killed, but it highlights yeah. the horrors of war yeah. and the effectiveness. Of drones, yeah, maybe, maybe a civilian wedding is bombed once a year by the Essendon Football Club, and it highlights. I don't know. It just feels like a kind of a, a bit of a refresh, a bit of a like it gets kids talking footy again. Yeah, I I've, somehow I, I don't know how we bring how we link these two, but I feel like Stephen Dank needs to be brought back to the club for this. It feels like the kind of disastrous decision that will put Essendon on the back foot. And I think let's go back old school, bring back the drone. They're going to lose the public relations war when yeah. all these like unnecessary deaths start happening. And we've mm. got Stephen Dank, Stephen Dank back in the control room. He's calling the shots. Why not? Like how much worse can it get? Can we give him a militaristic title? So it's like yeah. Colonel Sergeant Stephen Dank. Dank or Sergeant Dank. <laughs> Sergeant Dank. Yeah, and so. now, and now I, you know, this is way, the way my brain works. Now I'm thinking sitcom, like Hey Dad style sitcom. <laughs> Called Sergeant Dank. Hey, oh, Hey Dank. <laughs> I thought it was the more natural. So the show's called Hey Dank. And it's clearly like a propaganda effort to try to win back the affections of the public that he's so routinely killing. I love it. So not only are they the Essendon drones, but they go full fascist. Like yeah, full fascist 100%. with the propaganda. They start doing like huge military parades like around Windy Hill. You know, just like you'd see in like North Korea. Just if like make, if they make the grand final, the parade, they're followed by an enormous missile, like down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So the Essendon drones or the Essendon fascists, either way. They've got yeah, a the real fascist works concept. as well. And and maybe they change, they they kind of lean less on the black and there's more red flags. Like it's just all Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. That, that could work. Yeah. Okay. Fremantle. Oh, yeah. I thought long and hard about this. The first one that came to my head was kind of a bit obvious. It was like the Fremantle flakes. I'm like, oh, yeah, because they're a bit flaky and stuff. Mm. But then I was like, no, I want to – as you know, Scott, um, we love our Western Australian listeners. More than I feel anything. like 
I feel like we we need to, on a side note, did you see that uh, when we did our list of Western Australian references a couple episodes ago, <laughs> I referred to Carl Langdon as Carl Langford. <laughs> <laughs> did, how many people picked you up on that? <laughs> well... You would have seen it if uh, if two guys one cup followed you on Twitter, but yeah, wait, can we <laughs> just can we sidebar on that? I have yeah. a show on this show, and you don't follow me yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I really don't know, but uh, you just have to learn to live with it, mate. Uh, we were we two guys one cup. Uh, that I've, t- I've spoke to the social media team, me, and <laughs> yeah. we refuse to follow you. It's just a it's just a decision we've feels, made from head feels office. Pointed, yeah, it's really yeah. pointed. <laughs> So Frio, here's what I think Frio should become. They change from the Dockers to the Frio Shark's Tooth Necklaces. Because you think about it, right? It's like necklaces, uh, Shark's Tooth Necklaces, they're very Western Australian. They like are. I don't think I've ever been to WA and haven't seen at least one dude sporting a Shark's Tooth Necklaces. Mm. You're aware of them. You're aware that they exist, mm. you know, especially in the Eastern States. But you don't sort of like have an opinion on them one way or the other. You see Shark's Tooth Necklaces, fine. You don't see Shark's Tooth Necklaces, fine. They just... Like they just kind of exist, a bit like you know Adelaide, right? <laughs> you don't have a strong opinion one way or the other, and they were popular for about fifteen seconds once upon a time. Like I think it was like twenty fourteen. Is that when Fremantle made the grand final and there was a sea of purple 13, at the MCG? They had their moment in the sun, yeah. and then retreated quickly back to the front desk at Just Jeans. Like that's where you get your your sharks tooth necklaces now, right? Man, Out hearing, of cotton on or Just Jeans. Hearing that makes me think of like. All those, like, just those classic Frio players that could only have played at Frio. Like, it would make total sense to me that Tony Modra ended his career there. Like, he was just yeah. waiting for Frio to enter the league. Um, Sean, Sean McManus. McManus yeah. Clive Waterhouse. We talk about this on, on, on Two Guys, One Cup. There is Cook, a Troy Cook. Western... He's got yeah. such shark necklace energy, man. But it's Western Australian hair as well. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They have that wavy kind of floppy Waxy, surfer kind of yeah. hair, like two-minute noodle kind of yeah. hair, but it's very specifically yeah, Western Australian. Well, there you go, WA uh, listeners. That was your uh, 90 seconds of Western Australian references. Did Matthew Prittis play for Frio or West Coast? West Coast. Oh, uh, well, I and tried. I, tr- I tried Frio, friends. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, 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 so next up is the cats. The cats. Um, yeah. I did GWS. Okay. Oh, hang on. I'm going. I'm just going. That's this alphabet, right? I'm just going off the April website. So Essendon, Fremantle, Geelong. I'll go. Uh, well, I've got one for Geelong. Okay. Good. You do Geelong. I got GWS. I'll do Geelong. Okay. The Creakers. <laughs> because they are all so old now that they all require walking frames to get out onto the ground. So it's sure. just the can squeak, I, can squeak, I, can squeak, I pick squeak. you up on that? Yeah. What if we call them the Geelong pensioner discounts? And <laughs> they just, their mascot is just a bus pass <laughs> or cheap movie tickets. <laughs> I like that. The or creakers how about is good. the AM? Maybe. How about how about the A the AM talkback listeners? <laughs> so it's just like cranky, yep. cranky, angry at the world. Old man shouts at a cloud feedback. It's just yeah. they come out and they're just yelling constantly, yelling, and, just a crying teenagers saying how we need another war, just to every, kind of teach kids some discipline. 
every every post match interview, the 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 Geelong player being interviewed has to ask the the reporter to speak up. Like, wouldn't it be nice to see? Wouldn't it be nice to see Joel Selwood tell Daisy Pierce to stop mumbling, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like and try to correct her posture in some way. <laughs> All ask right. Her, uh, ask her about the got... shoes she's wearing. Are they comfortable? They're big. <laughs> <laughs> you said you got the uh, the giant. You got one for the oh, giant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Greater Western Sydney property prices. This is the only way we're going to get Sydney people to be interested. Is to oh shit. I think I have to change my Sydney Swans mascot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but continue. Oh well, okay. Well, if the Swans are going to be no, 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 no. that's fine. It's prices, not exactly this. It's not exactly the same. The GWS fixer uppers. Okay, good. Yeah, the the gentrifiers. The gentrifier. Oh yeah, the the Greater Western Sydney gentrification because all of the players there are really expensive, but they needed work. You know, which is a lot like Sydney property. You you spend two million dollars and they'll go. Oh, you're going to have to knock it down because it's it's unsafe to live here. (laughs) So I kind of I I don't know what the is the mascot Scott Cam. I don't know. No, what would the mascot be? It would be something like uh, a rental agreement because no one's uh, like can actually afford housing. No one's buying a house. It's just like a, a a um um a broken rental agreement. Is it? Uh, do they have just like an auctioneer? It's just a sleazy guy in a suit. Oh yeah, yeah, just constantly selling things for exorbitant prices. <laughs> just everything's for sale, and it's way unaffordable. And there is there is a concession stand where instead of buying just, a pie for the agreed upon price, you you get bid up. <laughs> so you come out yeah. and you're like, how much did that pie cost? Forty dollars. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. You watch like you know you know how they have the cameras in the change rooms. You just watch less and less of the more and more real estate in the change room is getting sold. So every time, like quarter time, half time, when you look in, the players are getting huddled and huddled further into one corner. Is the sale is the real estate agents just selling off chunks of the change rooms at oh. exorbitant prices? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. Two million dollars for the so uh, for the toilets. The- after the game, Josh Kelly comes in and he finds out his locker's been sold to a Chinese investor, and he can't access yeah. it anymore. <laughs> He's been priced out of his locker. <laughs> now, did you do one for the Suns, or did I do one for? No, I mean, the I've Suns. Done one for the Suns. You- I've got one for the Suns. So, okay, great. Let's face it; they're not very good. They're probably yeah. not ever going to be very good. Like it's just, it's just structurally a basket case there, and and all this talk every yeah. year. It's oh, Clarko's coming and all this stuff. Why don't we just lean into that? Why do we keep trying to fix them? What if we just accept that they're going to lose and that no one's going to care? Therefore, they can become the AFL's villain, right? So we've got yeah. a team, and I think we just call them the Gold Coast pedophiles. And everyone wants, <laughs> everyone wants them to lose. Like, I'm Eric for Collingwood. I don't like it when Carlton wins. But if they were to beat a team called the Pedophiles, I'd be like, good, good. Stick it to them. You'd be all I, right with that. I, I'd be really – and, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the mascot looks like. Like, it's just a bloke with, like, light blue slacks on or something. But I think <laughs> – Light blue sacks. Now you're just like slandering people who like a lighter shade of pant. Yeah, that's right. I think you look. I, I, I mean, you know what I think you look like. <laughs> so it's now on. It's now on you if you decide to continue. But you know what I mean. And like, you can yeah. make a big thing about. Uh oh, the Oz Kick kids are coming on. We got to get 
Terry out of the way. You know, I don't know. It's it's on the nose, but bear in mind, it's meant to be. We're meant to hate this club. And maybe that's where yeah. we send people we don't like to play. I love it. I think like not great. even footballers. And if anyone can get that concept across the line, it's Tony Cochran, the mad king of the north. Tony Cochran will get that idea solved. The AFL just Um, doesn't like us because we're pedophiles. That's just, (laughs) it's it's two rules. Well, on a similar but less controversial note, I thought Hawthorne. (laughs) (laughs) Hawthorne child molesters? (laughs) No, I thought Hawthorne could just change their names to the Hawthorne villains. Oh, yeah. Because... Let's just like accept it. Everyone hates Hawthorne. We all know that they're in a dip now. They'll be back in two years and they'll win more back-to-back flags. So Hawthorne should just accept it. Now, I think that the the, the mascot or the, or what they should do is they should just either dress all in black, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, black-hatted cowboys and old school films, or could they have like a collection of famous villains? So you've got like a Hannibal Lecter and a, and a Darth Vader and a Jaws shark and all that kind of stuff. So... Like, you know, a bunch of IP you could bring in. Like Marvel Stadium, surely the AFL have got some contract with Disney who own everything now. So why don't Hawthorne just, like, be a collection of the most heinous uh, pop culture villains of all time? I I like that. I I think that they should be supporters of the – because here's the thing. You've missed a trick here. Jeff Kennett is already attached to this club. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Just have Jeff. Have Jeff. Before each game, instead of like instead of the club song, the Jeff Hawthorne gives a Kennets? speech. <laughs> yeah, the Kennets. <laughs> no, but just the, the Hawthorne Kennets. We don't have to call them the villains. It's yeah, kind it's of self-explanatory, right? And then he gives a speech and talks about how Steve Brax like stole the election or some shit. I don't know. It's up to him. And people will just be booing and then out they come. Now, on to North Melbourne. Similar to your Adelaide idea, I thought North Melbourne could be the North Melbourne Utes. You know, because a ute is like unfashionable, but it's yeah. trusty and reliable yeah. and irrelevant to 80% of the population <laughs> who don't drive utes. <laughs> that makes sense, don't you think? Like North Melbourne strike me as kind of like the all-purpose utility vehicle of Australian rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it doesn't matter. Plug a Wayne Carey engine into that ute and they'll win a flag. Yeah, exactly. But generally... <laughs> it's just the sum of its parts. It's the sum of its parts. But yeah, every now and then you see one that's like burnt orange and just whipping around the beach. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that, that ute probably cost a lot of money. I don't know why you'd spend that much money on a ute, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the demons. What do you got for the demons? The Ds, I've got the, I, I wanted some help on this. I don't know if we should call them the Melbourne CEOs. Okay. Um, I like or it. the Melbourne bosses or the Melbourne billionaires, they need to lean into this and they could really the do it. They're super corporate. They're like kind of, I think like a stylized boss baby style mascot that does. How a- about the Melbourne executives? Oh, because okay. then you can sort of branch off executive power, executive order, executive call. You know what I mean? There's yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. kind of marketing potential with executive. Yeah. And they could like, maybe there's like a ruse, like there's a little skit that they do and they they fire the other team's mascot or they like garnish yes. the wages or, you know, I don't know. Like they put them in the poor house I love and it. laugh. Like, ha, 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 look how poor that person is. 
Yeah, that's right. So like, it's kind of like in, in professional wrestling, like there's, you know, they'll often repeat like a heel, like Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man, and he'll yeah. come out yeah. and he'll make people come out from the crowd and compete for money that he'll like fling at their yeah, feet yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. what Melbourne should do, you know, yeah. like they should arrive by private helicopter and get out and like they have monocles and top hats yeah, and stuff perfect. like that. And, and they like, they complain about the smell, the smell when they're the... playing away from the MCG. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is this? What is this? And they say like, like it, it kind of says things like George Columbaris was right or shit like that. Like, just <laughs> sides. How dare you take my franking credits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah, things like that. Yeah, just work harder. You know, you know, it's fun. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> I got an inheritance of seven million dollars from my father. That's how I started my business. Yeah. Uh, okay, Richmond. Oh, sorry. Go Richmond. On. Oh, Richmond. I think the Tigers tired, boring animals. Boo. Boo. How about Richmond? who have formed such a tight bond and the way, like, you know, Dim has brought all these guys together. And you see the Tigers players. They genuinely seem to love each other. They hang out. Mm. The Richmond bros. They're just all popped collars and, you know, they're close talkers and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, you know, when there's, like, a bit of push and shove in a footy game, when they push and shove, they rip their tops off and they yell out, you want to go? You want to go? go? You want to go, bro? You want to go? You don't want this. You don't want this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. And you so know we bring that- back the Guernseys and we give them a nice kind of Ralph Lauren collar that they can just pop. And all of them have to walk around with a pop collar. Yeah. And everyone's name is changed legally by deed poll to great man. Yeah. <laughs> Big fella. Great man. Yeah. Great man. Yeah. Great man. Great man. <laughs> yeah. oh, that works. And the response to everything that they like is sensational. How's it going, mate? Great. Sensational. Yeah. Yeah, sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every footy trip is, is in Hong Kong because they love saying honkers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and when they talk about like getting emotional, it's like uh, they never say that they cry. They always say it, uh, yeah, it brought a bit of a tear to the eye. Yeah. Bit of a tear to the eye. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I got a little bit dusty around my ranch when I was watching that. <laughs> <laughs> the Richmond bros. I, I love, love it. the bros. That's All right. awesome. We... All right. Uh, you got the Saints. Who? Are, what are the Saints? Oh, Port. Port Adelaide. Oh, Port. Oh, shit. Yeah, we've missed Port. What's Port? Port Adelaide. I think Port Adelaide should be the Port Adelaide divorced dads. Uh, like, you only see him on the weekend. That kind of like, like, like Millhouse's dad. Yeah, yeah, a bit like that, but like, but more bogany. Like, kind of mm. maybe. And what I was thinking as well is they could kind of have two kind of, they could have like a. Like the mascot has a friend, kind of like a McDonald's style. Like, there's Ronald and there's Grimace yep. and there's Bird Inside. And yep. maybe like. Maybe the divorced dad has like a girlfriend that shows up at some of the games, but just a younger spends the girlfriend. Ho- yeah, way like, younger. Mid midlife crisis, younger girlfriend who kind of doesn't really like him, but doesn't. likes the fact that he has some money and can pay for things and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she but spends she the whole time like trying to go to the nightclubs and stuff, but he's getting tired at ten p.m. So she's sending him home, and she's staying out partying till two, three a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. After a night game, like you see him going back to yeah. the car, <laughs> but she's yeah. she's smoking, just exhausted. <laughs> yeah, he's so tired. He's dying his hair again. <laughs> he's wearing like Ed Hardy t-shirts, and she's <laughs> terrible with the Oz kick. kick. Kids, like just got yeah. no patience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny and why it works, but it does. How did you arrive? What did you derive from Port's image to arrive at the divorce? Well, I don't know. They just kind of have that vibe. Like you kind of, 
you see them every other weekend and like they're like they feel yeah. like they loom a lot larger like they they think they loom a lot larger in the AFL than they actually do. Like they've got this. Oh, we're well, we in the prison bars. We got these things. Like, yeah, dude, you like the divorced dad? I see you every other weekend. I'm not. I'm more. I'm closer to Steve. Closest to Mum's new boyfriend. That is a hundred percent true. Last year when I did um, the My Club series that you, that you were a part of, and I interviewed a bunch uh, of different celebrities yeah. about the club they support. Ben Baker, who's a fantastic photographer and a hardcore. Um, Port Adelaide supporter, but I didn't realize until I talked to him just how like deep and serious Port Adelaide supporters like yeah. take their club history and the fact that they exist to win premierships and <laughs> you know the whole divorce from the Sandfall and everything like that. You are hundred percent right. Like in their mind, like they are this, but then in the AFL landscape, it's not perceived the same way. No. They do have that kind of divorced that energy. It's, no. so it's, Scott, this is bang on. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. It feels good. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I've got the Swans neck. Now, I think the GW, we sort of played and said, Sydney Swans, the Bloods, mm. we we change it to Sydney, the Sydney Swan Blue Bloods because the Sydney oh. Swans are the homes of the Bondi billionaires like yeah. Lance Franklin and Kurt Tippett when he used to play there. So they are the only f- people who can afford to b- own a home in Sydney. So I think they come in like landlords. Maybe it's the Sydney <laughs> the landlords. Sydney- so yeah. they like turn up at like, um, you know, away games unexpectedly. They don't give you any notice. They want to do an inspection and stuff. Like, like Footscray, when, uh, Footscray, when they play the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs players have to hide their dog before they come around, before the Swans come around because they're not meant to have one. They go, Same at Geelong with a cat. Yeah, they go around, they go around the, the cheer squad to make sure everyone's in the cheer squad, like no one's kind of squatting on the lease. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. Uh, right. And th- and they, they talk about how, like, you know, they made this, we're a successful club with no help from the AFL, not realizing that, you know, like the, the person that says, yeah, so I just I, I just worked hard. I stopped having coffee. Uh, my dad paid the mortgage. Uh, and, and that's yeah. how I did it. So if I can do it that way. All right. You got the Saints. What are the Saints? I, I think. I think the the St Kilda Nixons, and I think you kind of lean into. And I know this is going to be tough for you, but you lean into Ch- Chicken Nixon or Richard Nixon. Well, this is the thing. It could be any Nixon. It could be those weird, uh, huge watches by that brand. Scandal Nixon. plagued Nixons. Scandal, anything that's scandal plagued. <laughs> but yeah, maybe there is a nod to Richard. But I was thinking Ricky uh, Chicken Nixon. Uh, to to he would be the face of the St Kilda Football Club forever. You welcome him back, former player. He used to play for the Saints. He did. He did. I think he played a couple of finals, didn't he? I don't know if he played finals. Have <laughs> I, I told you? The, you know, he played the... in one final. I think like ninety one. Remember, there was that really good ninety one. Oh, okay, yeah, Geelong the, um, against, against Collingwood or Geelong. Yeah. yeah. So there's a thing. I'm absolutely obsessed with listening to Ricky Nixon on podcasts because Mm. he has this really weird way about him where a bit like Port Adelaide, like he, he really thinks he was a way bigger deal in the AFL as a player than he was. He he undoubtedly changed footy with management and really, I don't Mm. think anyone can doubt that, but he's got this whole thing of like, yeah, so 
when I was playing at Carlton, which was the most successful, well, you weren't playing, you didn't get a game. Like you played like 10 games <laughs> and he's got all these, it's really, it's really, I'm just really fascinated by his sense of self. And I think that's what St Kilda needs. They need that kind of encouragement to be like, no, you play in the AFL. You, you are a good club. You can do this, <laughs> but you need someone who's maybe a little bit unhinged <laughs> to lead that yeah. charge, to take that first step. Uh, and what I like about that is the thing that will brought our club undone is an affair with a schoolgirl. <laughs> like it makes sense. You know, we've been there, done that. We're familiar with yeah, this. Yeah, so maybe he's got a soft spot for the Gold Coast Sun, you know. All right. The last team that I've got is the Western Bulldogs. Now, I did think hard about this because it's like, what are the dogs? Like traditionally working class, the scraggers and stuff, but they haven't been like that since 2016. No. If anything, like... Just as the west of Melbourne is transforming into kind of a trendy hub, the Bulldogs are transforming into a trendy team. And I think that is exemplified uh, best in the rise of Bailey Smith, the number one social media star of the AFL, Mm. Mr. Sixpack himself. Now I believe he's like the spokesperson for some clothing brand. I think it's like Cotton On or something like that. How about the Western Bulldogs change themselves to the Western influencers? And so it's just a bunch of like, they come out with selfie sticks, yeah. you know, and that to me screams like youth engagement. Like you are going to get yeah. the zillennials and, 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 and the kids involved. If it's just a bunch of kind of like, they're all listening to kind of like K-pop and shit and yeah. they've got the selfie sticks yeah. out and, you know, they're doing TikTok dances and all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's the new Bulldogs. I love I mean, that. the new Western The new influences. Western influences. And, and like before each game when they're away, they only like stay at the QT or the W and like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's for free. Everything's free. Like they're always psychedelic drugs are back in now. No one drinks, but everyone does psychedelics. Acid man. And dancing to K-pop. Yeah. What are you going to do? Hey guys, congratulations. You won the flag. We'll probably go out for a few beers. Now we're going to microdose some uh, mushrooms and just listen to Ira. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be really good. Could we get one of them like a job at Triple J or something? Mm, that's a great idea. Although radio feels like old media, I think we'll get them a podcast. That or how about this a Twitch stream? I mean, uh, I'm sure they have Twitch streams. Yeah, I'm sure they isn't have. Miss Robinson, like one of the most popular Twitch yeah. streams if, going around. If this is embarrassing. Joe this is you and I trying to like guess what young people are into. We're like, how about a radio show? How about they get a talk show on the television on free to air television? We sound also so old because we're like music from Korea. What next? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the reference. I'm trying to reference like what my nieces and nephews are into, who, by the way, are in their mid 20s. So, (laughs) what they're into is now like way out of date, anyway. Uh, I I think that's great. I really like the influence. Take us us home with uh, West Coast. Who is West Coast's new mascot? The West Coast new mascot, they're going to be called the West Coast Airs. And the, the AFLW team could be the West Coast Airesses or maybe the Trust Funders. Oh. But the, 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 ah, the, I love it. the thing about this team is they have consistently done horrible shit since they came into the league. <laughs> and there has been nary a consequence to be found. If anything, they've been yeah. rewarded. So I, yeah. I really think that they should just lean into it. Like they just keep getting money. Nobody really likes them, but they, you know, like no one really likes them, but they have like 
the best house. You yeah, know what I mean? Like right. no one They're likes like, him, but Optus is clearly the best ground now. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the kid at high school who's a real prick, but his family's rich. Super and so you rich. want to be nice to him because you want to get invited to one of his parties. Exactly right. And like, have you noticed that like all of their players are like, they've, can you tell me an ugly, oh, Shannon Hearn and McGovern notwithstanding, can you think of many ugly West Coast players over the years? I can think of really good looking, like Ben Cousins was, a really good looking dude. So was, um, yeah. Who really ugly. That's a, that's a good question. No, but I don't, but in general, I think Western Australians are better looking. attractive people. Oh, way better looking. They're, Easily I the mean, hottest. Clearly, Easily. Much better looking than anyone on the East coast. But yeah, I don't know. They're a, they're a glamorous team. Like definitely when it comes to preseason, when you're watching the community series, they look amazing. West coast players look amazing. Just yeah. tanned and yeah. fit and glistening and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They're kind of like the they're, the, they're almost like the Kardashians of the <gasps> AFL. The West they're Coast Kardashians. That's the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and it's West Coast Coast with a K. West Coast Kardashians. That's and they live on the West Coast of America, so they maybe they play a game in Calabasas. Ah, uh, that's brilliant. Maybe they should definitely do that. The AFL was talking about playing games in, in California. We do that. Can can we look? This is cynical. I don't know what his um, personal life is, but could we get Nick Nat to date Kylie Jenner for a, like leading into the season? Ah, uh, look. I mean, whether or not it's a legitimate uh, relationship or if it's a bachelor esque kind of you know uh, media relationship, yes, I believe having uh, no connection to Nick Nat Nui, I say yes, that yeah, can definitely yeah, happen. Yeah, we'll definitely get him to date. Oh, well, this is great. Yeah, the West Coast Kardashians. I love how like the AFL calls all the teams together to say, hey, um, we've got some new ideas to sort of freshen up your mm. mascots. Hey, West Coast, uh, you're the Kardashians. Congratulations, Nick Nat. You're now dating a Kardashian. Uh, Gold Coast. <laughs> big change. <laughs> get, your, get your sensible knits ready because we've got a big change for you. <laughs> Do you have any windowless vans uh, that you can park around the ground? Because we've got a bold new direction for but you. But this is the thing with, that, with the Gold Coast team is like we could just get like, like the main one from The Bachelor has to play. Like, you know, like those villains. That we you did this to Sam. All right, you're number twelve for the pedophiles this week. And then and like when they get hurt, we're happy. (laughs) Can you imagine like how quickly (laughs) Ben King would tear up his contract if they came to? I mean, like he's due to re-sign this year. He's got every Melbourne and probably Western Australian, South Australian club trying to get his signature. And Tony Cochran's like, mate, look, I know you you're weighing up your decision. But I promise you, this thing will be a winner. <laughs> it's going to be massive. Gold so just pedos. Can you just put on these uh, these glasses that aren't quite spectacles and aren't quite sunglasses? Because that's going to be your new look now. <laughs> Let's throw it open to the listeners. Uh, I've got some great suggestions here about... We asked people who are the best uh, mascots, who are the worst mascots. So um, Frio Harbormaster says, I hate to admit it, but I am not a fan of our mascot. He looks like a cross between Sean McManus and Clive Waterhouse, and absolutely he does. He has the this mascot out, out of foam or, or, or whatever they've constructed this costume out of. They've managed to, to accurately represent that Western Australian hair we were just talking about. In fact, um, anyone who isn't Scott Dooley should follow at Two Guys One Cup AFL on Twitter <laughs> and follow. Just, uh, follow the response. <laughs> go to the responses to this question because you'll see people have posted some fantastic photos of their mascots. Uh, Sean John says St Kilda 
should have a large therapist couch as a mascot, as it will resonate with their fans as they have to spend a lot of time on one to get through supporting the Saints over the years. I like that. The St. Oh. Kilda therapies. The St. Kilda hey. straight jackets. How about that? You'd have to be crazy to barrack for us. Oh, I don't mind that. Yeah, the St. Kilda straight jackets. And I like the couch. Hey, Couchy, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Like maybe it's really down uh, in the dumps. Probably going to lose again. Mm. Hannibury's, yeah, Hannibury's right. done his hammy. <laughs> uh, Minnie Me has uh, said Tommy Thunder infiltrates, infiltrates children's nightmares with some horrifying uh, multiple angles of the uh, uh, of the Port Adelaide mascot, which whoever designed this was trying to terrify children. It is, I mean, he looks a bit like Dean Brogan. I've got to say, like up close, yeah, He's got the square head and the square jaw, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, Dean yeah, Brogan. yeah. Remember when Dean Brogan punched uh, a guy at the airport? That's right. Was it a reporter? Was no, someone? it was some guy. Was it just a general fan? It was some dude. They were on their way for a footy trip and someone someone saw Dean Brogan at the airport and thought, oh, that's Dean Brogan. I should call him a dickhead. <laughs> so over he did went and Dean Brogan snotted him. <laughs> and you know what? I'm kind of with brogues on this. Don't just go up to a stranger and call him a dickhead. <laughs> Gavin Howley uh, says, for my team Geelong, we should be called the Al Stewarts because we are only good at home and away. Oh! <laughs> it's taken us 48 minutes to get to the best joke of the show and it wasn't <laughs> even from us. What po- what's the name of their podcast? Because that seems to be the theme. Other podcasts punching up our gear. <laughs> uh, listener, uh, you one of your favourite listeners, Discount Dracula, is oh, back yeah. to say, I propose that Port Power's mascot be replaced with a four-socket power board complete with a reset button. I love that. What about the Port Adelaide safety switches? Like when things get a bit dangerous, they just cut out. <laughs> Sagnia Toppin says, my beloved bombers need to stump up and buy a B2 spirit stealth bomber instead of this mosquito nonsense. Mm. Nothing would scare an opposition like a low flyover on their Thursday afternoon training session in a proper bomber jet. I'll send the collection tray around. Uh, and hopefully we can all chip in. So that's similar to your drone idea, but he's going for a B2 Spirit Stealth Bomber. Yeah, so the B2 Spirit Stealth Bomber, I think, clocks at about $1.3 trillion to make. Um, right. So, I mean, Self I think bomb it's... you can just get from Dick know. Smith. <laughs> the drone, sorry. Yeah, the drone, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, Dave, Dave, never Dave. So the Lions retired the cringy Bernie Gabba Vegas and now have uh, the thoroughly suitable Roy for the men's team and Aurora. Oh, I get it, Aurora, right, for the women's team. That's good. Um, and uh, again, I encourage people to go to at the Two Guys One Cup AFL on Twitter to check out. Um, Dave followed up by saying that the best thing about Bernie that he seemed to be based on Daryl White, and he's done a side by side comparison of Daryl White and Bernie Vegas, and it looks like the same person. In fact, I'm not certain that they are different people. Uh, Matt O'Neill <laughs> says at that, the moment, is more- that how they kind of? Gave Daryl White his soft landing after the premierships where they're like, hey, Daz, yeah, we've got a job right. for you. What am I doing? Forwards? Uh, not quite. Oh, you, you want me as a backs yeah. coach? Because I'm like, uh-uh. Well, midfielder, maybe youth development with some of the you – know, no, no, try again. What do we do? <laughs> you see that suit? <laughs> That's what you're yeah, in. Get in. <laughs> uh, Matt O'Neill says, at the moment, a more appropriate mascot for my beloved Jong would be Gus from the musical Cats. Have never seen Cats? Don't know what Gus means. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's awful. Do you know anything about Cats? No, unless it's got something to do with the CGI assholes. I have no interest. Uh, Joy Brada says, Mad Tony Cochran must have a time machine because the Gold Coast mascot resembles Matt Rowell years before he's drafted. And it's true. 
the Gold Coast mascot is just like a human in a Gold Coast Guernsey wearing yellow sunglasses with bright red hair. I mean, it's bizarre that they just didn't put a sun in a Guernsey. Like, why is their mascot just... I mean, it's literally just a guy. <laughs> there is nothing unique or special about Coast. this guy. Could that be... Listen, I'm suggesting... I mean, why even build a costume? Just send out, just send like, an actor. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Gold Coast. That's our mascot. What? No, I, I feel that we are going to get Ironically, some... this mascot looks more like what your suggested mascot for the Gold Coast <laughs> Suns should be. So to that point, I, I think there is going to be pushback from the AFL um, naming one of their franchises the pedophiles. I, I, maybe it's too soon for that. What if they're just the Gold Coast guys? So I don't know. There's a bunch of guys. Yeah. It's the Gold Coast guys. Yeah. And the, the AFLW what, the, teams, the Gold go, go gals, and no one gives a shit. They just go out. It's just a guy. Maybe maybe he's just wearing a footy jumper and jeans like they put low effort yeah. in. No uniform. The players turn up in whatever they've got. So it's like oh. training. You know, someone, they're just a bunch of different jumpers. The Gold Coast civvies. You're just running around yeah. in like shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> just jeans. Yeah, because it means civilians, but it also means civilian clothes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Liam Fitz says North Melbourne needs to be a giant shin bone. Everything they do is about their shin bone spirit and everything about a kangaroo. Just imagine a giant shin bone running out. All right. <laughs> it's impossible. I can't, 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 can't happen. Can't see that. Sorry. <laughs> Would never work. Uh, Lachlan says the Swans pretty much have Plucker Duck's cousin who was stuck in the early 90s. He's th he says things like rad and wowzer. And yes, I'm a Swan supporter, but it's true. Did you know that? Siggy Swan the, the sw says wowzer. Like, he says like, rad and rad and wowzer. It's kind of Inspector Gadget and eat, language. <laughs> what happens? Not eat my shorts is too hard to license. <laughs> um, the West Coast Eagles should have a button that boos when pushed. Ooh, Ooh controversial. That's let's take that. <laughs> uh, Shannon E says I'm a diehard Carlton supporter, but I can't deny how incredibly lame Captain Carlton is. I mean, I get they're not working with a lot given the Carlton are uh, the Blues, but it's not an inspired choice. They're not the yeah. blues, actually. Go to their website, and it's like we're the baggers now. They're really pushing this blue baggers thing, which means nah, really, just as little as really the, blue. Right? Yeah, but they're they're really the brown paper baggers, aren't they? I mean, that's generally how match payments uh, were delivered in the eighties and nineties. Was it? <laughs> like, wasn't there a story are. of one of the players? I, I I won't say their name because I don't know if it's right. But one of the players came over and, and signed this deal. And his wife was on like something like 150 grand a year back in the eighties to pull beers at the social club. Like, once a week. <laughs> like, they, and like, if you'd ever go there, it was like, have you ever seen the Sopranos where they get those, like those jobs that you had to show up for, but didn't work. So they're just sitting in construction sites, just collecting their paycheck. Apparently that's yeah, what yeah. Princess Park was like. Like you'd see guys near the garden kind of like, yeah, he's on 80 grand a year to, to mow the lawns. <laughs> Well, I, wasn't it also like, um, uh, you know, you get made an ambassador. Like when Chris Judd came to Carlton, oh, he was busy. the busy yeah. ambassador. And it's like, well, that, there's a little paycheck for you. And I remember the, it was a joke for a while in Western Australia where all the best people are from. Um, <laughs> that if you were, got drafted by West Coast or, or Frio and, you know, your club was at a, the, the limit of its ma of its um, salary cap, then you'd also get the, uh, suddenly you're a managing uh, Hungry Jacks. It's like, oh, oh, is that convenient? You know, yeah. that doesn't fit into match payments. But, oh, yeah, I just happened to have a, a Hungry Jacks. That was the, uh, the South. Uh, maybe three or four Hungry Jacks. The South Australian thing is um, you could always – 
tell the guys that were about to go to Carlton from the SANFL because all of a sudden they started driving really nice cars. <laughs> <laughs> Not like divorced dads yeah. from Port Adelaide. And then, and then, and then like six, six weeks later, they'd make the announcement and everyone would have, have to pretend to be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Duels, I think we've done it again. Yep. We have solved the burning issue of AFL club mascots. Um, don't forget, you can follow us at, at Two Guys One Cup AFL, except for Scott Dooley, because he is blocked by us currently. I <laughs> uh, don't know when that ban will be lifted. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram. We'll be putting out episodes each week until the season proper starts up again. But for now, I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Scott Dooley, and that is fixed. Fixed.